On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if the Marvels is us, or if the Marvels is Marvelous, which means us isn't Marvelous, but we're just the Marvels, because the Marvels are just us. If the second season of Invincible is as great as the first, and if Fear the Walking Dead was on this week. All that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. And welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only podcast in podcast history that covers every single live-action TV show based on a comic book, any of the animated ones we feel like watching, and also, if we're feeling a little frisky, the movies based on comic books. I am your host for the evening, Mike Gravano. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. It's a very exciting week. We are going to do, that's right, the longest episode of Superhero Show Show we have ever recorded uh, Mike, I'm getting a memo here. Hmm? Yes? I'm getting a memo. What's the memo say? It says, a fax machine sends faxes. I'm just going to throw this away. I don't, I oh. don't even know why I was at that. Fa- what? Did a mammogram send memos? What sends a memo? S- somebody ran in with a fax machine, gave me that fax, and then ran out of the room. So now you have to deal with a fax machine? No, they took the fax machine with them. Well, that seems rude. Yeah. And I just, also, I wanna... not the point of the technology. No, I think that's what people did. Uh, is they would run fax machines over to wherever they wanted the fax, mm-hmm. and then they would print, and then they would read it and say, okay, thank you, and then kill and the messenger. As it slowly prints, nobody's allowed to talk. You just make dead quiet eye contact. It is my job. As by, I, I'm Ryan. Hi. This uh, is Ryan, make, by the way. To make sure that you never lie in an intro. That is oh. what your great-grandmother, Betherfila Gravano, said to me on her, so her deathbed... As I kissed her post-coitus, uh, ne- make sure that Mike never lies on a show. I just don't like – most of my family is still like a podcast is a what? I don't like how into my podcast my great-grandmother, Thermerfila Gravano, was into this shit. Well, did you, have you lied Smothering. yet? Smothering. I think I did lie. What did you say? Uh, this would be the longest superhero show show ever recorded. Is it opposite day? It is opposite day. That longest was, of course, in 2015 – Let's not get into it. It was a rough weekend, March 13th. Let's not get into it. Let's not get into it. I was astounded. It was astounding. This will be a short one. We are covering the Marvels came out this week, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, Do you want to bring anybody else onto the show? I was going to get there. I realized what I've done. Fear the Walking Dead. Let's not get into it. Let's not get into it. And our main segment is Invincible, but before all that... Mac, a.k.a. Books, God damn it, how are you? You know, I'm feeling a little neglected, but I'm a middle child, so it's the norm. It's it, fine. I had a flow. Ryan interrupted and then said his own Memories name. Memories of your great-grandma. Just, yeah, just when, when your somebody brain. brings up Thermerfila and especially talks about how they kissed her as she was dying post-coitus, it's obviously going to erase a lot of what I think <laughs> I'm going to do. You guys okay. didn't even ask where I kissed her. Oh, no. The webbing between her toes? Yeah, I love you that sick shit. freak. It reminds me of Spider-Man. What do you want me to say? Uh, Mac, which one of my relatives did you do something I don't want to hear about with? 
Oh, God. I don't even want to contribute to this. Uh, some secrets should stay hidden. I just, I'm going to end there. And um, that's it how. May, yeah. It may what? It may what? It may scar you for life. So it just, you know. And you refusing is how people know Ryan was doing a bit, but you did something sick with one of my cousins, you fucking yep. pervert. Uh, wait, is that true? Who knows? Yeah. Which cousin? Was it Cousin Richie from The Bear? <laughs> cousin Richie, cousin, oh, I saw Cousin eat Marty's ass once. It's a quote run, Ryan. Uh, what, 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 what's everybody, it's, there's been no adult in the room for weeks now. I know. Cassie it, needs to get her shit together and get out of the fire academy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be a better fire starter? Why is she learning how to create fires? Like, Just watch Drew Barrymore's 1980 classic. You're done. What do you say to somebody I think who... it says that you guys got a little boring, is what mm. it says. If she had to take a class on how to start fires, I think you just... You, you do... two got a little dull. Normally, you're wild. Maybe it's time to step it up. That's right. We've been too I... mellow and calm. That's not the right thing to say to us. right? Even though last fires. intro, we taught everybody about gooning. This okay. year, we've heard about Thermophila. What else does Cassie want from us? If she's starting a new podcast without us, I'm going to fucking freak out. It's called Gooning Over Thermophila, and it's a big hit. <laughs> it would be so hard to find, because all those words you said are impossible to spell. I feel like the audience would be very niche as well. Yeah. Just not not sure. It's mostly us. <laughs> How she'll come crawling back. Don't worry with oh, that. She'll, she'll be aching for it. We're going to take the quickest of breaks, and when we come back... We're Invincible. On Invincible 202, Mark almost misses his high school graduation while fighting Doc Seismic, gets dragged into a shadow realm by Not Robin taking Not Batman's mantle, and almost has to marry a fish queen. Meanwhile, Eve helps rebuild Chicago, which pisses some people off and pleases others, and there's a new Martian man in town. Taste buds, I ask you this. How did this character-focused table-setting episode leave you after the more plot-heavy season opener? Oh. Mac, this is your first episode of Invincible, yes? I have watched the first episode of season one, and then half of the first episode of this season. I I did not time well, so I I had to jump into season uh, season two, episode two, uh, midway through the first episode. So yeah, I'm the... uh, I'm the blind going in blind. So my answer to your question probably wouldn't be very good. <laughs> should I talk then? Yeah, you should. You should take this one. But there was such a big gap between season one and season two. Yes. That the uh, previously on for this episode was so necessary because it showed like eight or nine different plot points. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, Omni-Man takes the kidneys out of Gordon or what's his name? Dennis? The, the uh, Cecil. Uh, Clark Gregg. Yeah. <laughs> Cecil's it, Clark Gregg. His Coulson. Um and then, yeah, you were right. The first episode of this season was so plot-heavy and dramatic. I forgot how fucking funny and amazing this show is. And I, I want to um, – that's why I, I was hoping that this was sort of Max's first episode because, like, this is sort of everything I need in a superhero parody that's a superhero show that is not Deadpool. That's, right. like, fucking doing everything right. I could not believe, and none of the jokes were revolutionary. None of the jokes were like, oh, fuck, Andy Warhol, way to put tropes all on top of their heads. I just had a blast for an hour straight. It it truly felt like a Wednesday afternoon. 
you haven't gone to your pull list for a while and you got to read four different issues of Invincible back to back 20 years ago. Because <laughs> these, they were just these isolated little story adventures that Mark went on. And uh, for non comic book readers, Kirkman writes in such a way where you blast through those issues so fucking fast yeah. that you need four in a row, maybe six, maybe a trade paperback. Anyway, Mac, now, what did you think? I am officially 100% a fan. Um, I think it's doing something so incredible that it's a parody, but at the same time, you can take it seriously. Yes. And that's brilliant. I don't know how it's doing it. Um, And it's also one of those animated shows that I forget I'm watching animation Mm. because it's got Mm. so much like humanity. Um, Like every now and then I'm reminding myself, like that's Sandra. Oh, you know her as an actress, but I'm so involved in the character and the story from that episode that, yeah. My goodness, I watched the show before I sent in my final votes for the shishies that we'll probably do next week. Uh-huh. Um, and her on the floor crying <sighs> because of her life. And then Mark, because of course, my brave son has to come down and like hold me and her holding her hand back. Like, no, yes. I'm going to fucking cry oh. right now. Yeah. And it's- like, you can sit there and watch it. And eventually I'll let you hug me. But right now I'm crying. I need to be like, in this moment. Right. Sandra O oh is... Is she the actress of our shows of this year, even though she is not on screen? That was the moment I went and was like, can I revoke an email that I sent three days ago? <laughs> no. Turns out you can't. Uh, so I hope past me got that right for next week. Who's standing out to you right now? We, we talked about Sandra L, but Mac, a, as a new viewer, we, we met all of the characters. Uh, who is popping to you right now? So Mark is invincible. Yes. Um, Adam Eve, she she's in all pink. Uh, mm-hmm. Gillian she's the one Jacobs, who, like, build things. She makes, yeah. makes she's God. Out of, yeah. Uh, and then there's the Guardians of the Globe, which mm-hmm. is like. And so what you don't know is Mark's dad in season one killed I the old Guardians. That. Yeah. The okay. Basically. That happens in episode the, and, one. And right. Just and they slaughters them. Are all one to one Justice League uh, yes. stand-ins. And and so th- this is the new crew. They were like the Teen Titans. And then the Nick Fury of this world, Cecil, is like, we need somebody. And so that's where – so we have that – those are like generally the three big storylines going on in this episode. Yeah. Or three big character groups. So, so far, I mean, Mark, it's hard not to have him stand out. He's obviously yeah. the main character. Um, But Eve, I think she has such an interesting role because her power is so – like she could do pretty much fucking anything, but – making flaws or making her realize that she's not capable of doing anything or she's still, you know, a a cause of mistakes and problems. Um, Yeah. I think, I think that's a compelling storyline there because she's not a villain. She's not a bad person. No, I mean, thank fucking God. Right. (laughs) If she was, (laughs) good Lord. (laughs) Uh, But there's two characters that I totally forgot about from season one because they were not in the first episode of season two. Uh, that I sort of bring the show down. One is uh, Mark's gay friend, who uh, William mm. Reynolds. What's his name? Andy Andrew Reynolds. Andrew Reynolds from Book of Mormon fame and girls, and he's he's great in a lot of things. I would think that he would elevate somehow if he even have to talk to the screenwriter to be like, uh, "This is the most cliche gay dipshit." <laughs> I have ever read for. Mm-hmm. Can we maybe make this character three dimensional at all? Even two dimensional would be great. His character, literally, the only thing I remember him saying was that he was going to binge watch the trashiest reality TV yeah. show. Yeah, it's over all. Break. It's all it's, pull string, gay dude. Like pull the string, 
Here's what gay people say. Every character Drew Tarver auditions for in the other (laughs) two two? is what this character is. And this is still better than the comic version of this character. Sure. Who was the opposite. Crazy homophobic. (laughs) Uh, And then the other one that I totally forgot about, which is like in a really shockingly nuanced, well-written show, is Adam Eve's dad, who is just the biggest fucking... I didn't have a dad like this at all, and yet... I'm somehow flashing back to my childhood of like, I'm going to punch you dead. I don't know. I'm going to fucking punch you. It's crazy because I feel like they do so well with her mom of Mm -hmm. I am afraid of you. I don't know how to interact with you. And I love you. And all of that's captured. And then this fucking cartoon. And on this cartoon, there's not a lot of cartoon characters. Right. Uh, This jackhole comes in. And for him to be the one to deliver how Eve fucked up made my blood boil. I was so infuriated as he's just ripping into her for you. I'm the breadwinner. I, I'm providing. I'm. You raised this person. Yeah. You have to take some. Her naivety is on you, even if she's a super powered individual. And you, you like instill those values. Your daughter that much, like yeah. You is, your your idea of like it's his insecurity male. Maleness it goes so far as that like, I will fucking scream at my daughter. And we know, we know toxic masculinity enough to know that when Adam, so Eve comes home, she's like, I'm going to take this apple, I'm going to turn it to gold. Mom, sell it, please. You need money. And then she comes back home again, and that golden apple is on top of the trash can in so clearly a perfectly placed way where you right. know the dad very gently mm-hmm. placed that on top on so top. Eve would see it. On top of all the food she filled their yeah. fridge with. Because, again, this is how godlike her powers are. She made food just... out of a half-empty jar of mayonnaise. He is – I think that he and – I'm sorry, Randall's character again. William are poorly written. Yeah. Everybody else is like, I cannot believe that I, – I, like Max said, I forget that I'm watching the cartoon. Is it they, – they, they just – so much blood, sweat, and tears, and effort go into every other character scene. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, out. can we – We don't have any more time. In. I think it's okay for the father to be a little flat and one like dimensional, but for the best friend of the superhero and- to be so stereotypical is uh, when Ryan, when you first started talking about who stood out to you, I thought you were going to compliment him. I was very scared because <laughs> I was about to be like a hard disagree. He is the worst representation. And we don't need him. There's right. enough. And there, there's enough like, Peter Parker versus Spider-Man, Mark versus Invincible, with Amber and Debbie, Mark's mom, so that we don't need that. And, and Eve, who knows both versions of Mark, like, so we don't, William adds nothing. William is so gay that he should have straight white women flocking over him. Like, please be my best friend. That's how <laughs> stereotypically gay, yes. That's how stereotypically gay he is. Out of the numerous adventures Mark went on in this episode, which one did you guys like the most? We oh. have uh, Doc oh. Seismic and the Magmanamites. <laughs> which is uh, spectacular. Uh, Profe- not ha- Professor. He has not taught. He- <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have, uh, well, I don't remember Robin and Batman's names in this. Darkwing. Darkwing died because uh, of Omni-Man, and so his Robin is taken over in uh, its permanent midnight in this cursed uh, Gotham. Uh, a lot of good, better than Deadpool commentary here. Did Mike just said it's permanent midnight in this cursed Gotham. Did he just start 
writing a death cab song right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, I might have to fuck a fish lady. Okay, wait, hold which on. Which is the title well, of this episode. Yeah. Right. And so before we answer your question, Mike, which I really want to answer, but I saw the title of this episode before I started watching, and I got very upset because I had forgot. I had memory hold an issue of a comic book I read uh-huh. that I was very nervous that the cartoon was about to do, and it did not. Because the real comic did it? The comic book had the princess of the Atlantic world, who was a fish, rape Mark to get pregnant with Mark's baby. I did forget that happened. I did, too. I thought that's where this was going to go. So did I the entire time. I was fully prepared, and I was like, "Um, I don't know if I'm ever going to love this show, if this is the level it goes to. This is part of why Gen V was such a disappointment. Right. Well, that's great. But what part of why Gen V is such a disappointment is because Amazon Prime, if these networks have personalities, what Prime has done, and McKenna, I know you disagree, uh, is they took these edgelord comic books from the 2000s, Boys and Invincible, and updated them and made them smarter and sharper and better. And Invincible wasn't that edgelordy, but it was, you know, more gory, more gruesome. And there were edgelord shit in the margins, like fish rape. Uh and instead, it's making it so human and lived in. Which is different than the preacher fish rape that we read in the comic book Preacher, where a dude raped a fish. Man, comic books are weird. I was yeah, going to say, it, what, where are you getting your comic books? Are they uh, like, you know, in a secluded well, area? I find them in fish a rapes box are in us? the forest. <laughs> uh, no, but I, what I was going to say, Mike, when I said it's not Gen V, is that uh, like I, I appreciate this show because it doesn't have to go to that extra length that Gen V seems to have to in order to get right. clicks and views. It's not shock value. It's just genuine. Right. No, uh, it, g- genuine, uh, uh, thinking of genuine specific moments is when the little girl is mimicking Eve do her powers yes. as Eve yeah. is helping. Because Eve's whole arc of I don't want to be a soup and here, no, here's I can be a soup in a different way was so heartwarming uh, and awesome. And again, infuriated me when they're like, it's on a sinkhole. You should have listened to the construction worker. I saw a picture online uh, this weekend of a little Muslim girl in front of the Marvels nice. movie poster yeah. in Kamala Khan's costume. That's fucking awesome. With that biggest smile on her face. Like, do you really care about box office at that point? No. When you no. get a picture like that? Come on. No, that's heartwarming and dope. Um, can we answer the question? I don't remember, so please. My favorite part was... And uh, this entire episode was great start to finish, but my favorite part, uh, my favorite storyline was uh, sending Mark down, not getting fish raped, but saying, oh, that's what you want me to beat? That's your Sarlacc monster? Yeah. Uh, and it's and we all knew, right? We've seen We all knew. It's an angler before, fish kind of right? thing. Yeah. Like, we all knew it was going to happen. But he went over to this tiny little thing that he could clearly beat and punched it right in the face. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got no qualms. And then put it in a chokehold. Yeah, he punched it and choked <laughs> it. And he was like, okay, did I win? And then it comes out. But before you knew it was a giant monster, you punched it and choked <laughs> it, bitch. That's like, adorable. What the <laughs> and I, the, the whole build up to that where the queen's like, uh, we're not barbarians. You're not going to have to just <laughs> marry me. Go fight to the death and then we're square. <laughs> All of that was like, this show, this show's very good. It's very good. Uh, Debbie going to Cecil. Like, a mom going to yell at your boss when you were 18. Uh, already embarrassing, but when you're also a superhero. All of it golden. And then opens up the, oh, yeah, 
Donald is back and alive, and that's why we had to have that previously on. Omni-Man killed this guy. And again, that's why he is Coulson. Because Coulson came... I've heard Tahiti is beautiful. Coulson comes back. Uh, I also didn't notice the Nick Fury uh, comparison until you said it earlier, but um, Nick Fury has an eye scar, so he uh-huh. has to wear an eye patch. Uh, this guy has a... Cecil. Cecil has a chin scar. That's yeah. harder to cover with an eye patch. He wears there's a no, chin patch. There's no jaw patch, so that's a rough one. And then in the... I think it was like the you know pseudo post credit scene in another universe, uh, we get woman Cecil and woman Donald, uh-huh. and it's just them with like... Little rascal style wigs on, basically, <laughs> and it, but the same scar. I would love to see, like, instead of the eye patch, just like a little like beard he can hook on, like a face mask, a side beard, like Richard Harrow, beard, just, uh, <laughs> but not a, not a fully grown out of his own, just just a fake one, a little but fake stick a, on beard. The fake beard has a cutout where you can see the scar, so it doesn't yeah. cover anything. <laughs> How in 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 a goofier. Uh, angle, we get this Martian who escaped yeah. when Mark was on Mars. And the, it's, it's not that there's the evil star Martians who take everybody over. And Starfish. this guy was like an escape slave and uh, is just trying to learn about humanity and is like, wait, there was a Martian manhunter? Don't call him that. Uh, I can be that new guy. I'm the shape smith. Well, is it too goofy? Is it too silly? Mike, I have, uh, I have a wife. I have Brag. A I've never loved anything more than this character. Yeah, no, he's great. It was a leading question. But... Ben Schwartz? <laughs> yes, voicing, and it's Ben Schwartz. Voicing, and I did not look that up. I just knew. You can tell. That's the kind of like Hollywood know-how I have uh, in my head. That sounds like Leonardo and Sonic the Hedgehog and <laughs> Randy. Um, uh, I'm going to ruin my moment of the week right now. Not to, Do like, it. Hey, what's your moment of the week? Now you're not ruining it. to the end um, of him in the bathroom. Just constantly saying, I am from Earth, and <laughs> doing impressions of humans for the entire time. But really, in the, in the, uh, in the bathroom is when the boss of NASA comes in, Dr. Uh-huh. Jonathan NASA, and he's like, please don't kill me. And he's like, well, I was just going to suspend you. And he's like, oh, well, I would just grab 14 paper towels while I tell you that I was very clearly born on Earth as a baby from a vagina on Earth. I- love that he just kept every time he met someone definitely human but i also think it speaks to because it's the silliness but it's also that like i don't think most humans give a shit to what other people are saying because we're all so fucking right. self-involved so if dude. some person came up to me was like definitely human i'd be like yeah you you fucking are cool i'm gonna do that when i meet new people from now on <laughs> see how long it takes for some sort of molder and scully to come after me mac what's your moment of the week Oh, my moment of the week is it. It already got brought up, but it's when uh, Debbie Sandra O's character uh, just absolutely lost it in the kitchen. Yeah, fucking heartbreaking. Debbie was, V. Cabinet. Yeah, it was devastating, but it's also like it, it just it was brilliant. It was yeah. so well done. Um, and we, I, I don't think I've ever seen an animation be able to to do well, like a cartoon be able to do that to the point where I felt the rage, I felt the pain, I felt right at all. I or think- a show that's totally this silly to be able to pull yes. that off, even animated or not, is so astounding. Which it's because you're laughing because like right, be- right before this is the lizard leak, right. chanting in this cave, <laughs> and they're all being like, "Now I'm the big lizard. Now <laughs> it should be me. I'm the." Can we? Uh, we're all in our early twenties and about to take on the world. Uh, we're about <laughs> to move to New York and become. Uh, Complain uh, about rent and song, right? Uh, 
let's just do this. Let's make a pact right now. We will always have one cupboard in our house that is full of cheap wine glasses mm. for when we need to go to fucking town on something and just slam that cupboard door. I'll do you one better. My cheap wine glasses will be made out of sugar glass, the stuff they use in movies. Oh, so, so you can't you. cut your feet? <laughs> yeah. No, and I you like to uh, do real glass and then barefoot and then like just hold We're going to need two cabinets because I'm going to go for the sugar one because, yeah, um, Wait, I will McKenna, be more Do you think angry? we're all going to live in the same New yeah. York apartment? Yeah. Wait, New York's very expensive, New York's Ryan. too expensive. We're going to have, even though we have well paid <laughs> we jobs podcasters. in New York. We are You think we're going to afford something nice? All right. Uh, my moment of the week is also Schwartz's The Martian. Uh, it's his landlord knocks on the door and she says, hi, Russ. And he goes, yes, Russ, because he just thinks all humans call each other Russ. While he's chomping on a very frozen, frozen. square pizza. <laughs> it's, it's so good. This guy was great. Uh, new episodes of Invincible are on Amazon Prime on Fridays. We're going to take the quickest of breaks. And when we come back, we're going to the movies. <laughs> Now we are at the lovely pop filter Cinedrome where we just watched The Marvels. Ryan, take it away. Last weekend, the MCU released its 33rd film. Damn. And its biggest financial disaster, The Marvels. A sequel of sorts to Captain Marvel and WandaVision and Ms. Marvel, The Marvels gets Carol Danvers, Monica Rambeau, and Kamala Khan all together. And that puts them in the middle of the Kree Scroll War with one added wrinkle. When they use their powers, they switch places. Taste buds, I ask you this. Is the MCU the best conglomerate to explain to American audience what is going on with Israel and Palestine with two alien races fighting? I can't think of a better conglomerate to do so, Ryan. Mike, did you see this movie in theaters? I did. When one race was saying, like, uh, we should get rid of them and their homeland is not their own, and the other... Alien race was like, uh, I think that our homeland is our own. Did you cringe a little bit in the theaters? No, but I, I did imagine the phone call between Bob Iger and Kevin Feige, uh, where Bob was like, do we need to scrap this? Because uh, the war started, and we when we wrote this and filmed it, the war, that, that wasn't a thing. But now people, well, it was a thing, because it's been a thing since 1948, but nobody's been thinking about it. Are we screwed? And Kevin went, nobody will talk about this on a podcast. Shut up, Bob. Look, I'm Kevin Feige. No, you don't have to do that. That is a great Kevin Feige. I, I imagine he's like an animated cat with a cigar. Yeah. Okay. Always oh, in a ball cap. Like, this has been called the worst movie in MCU history. Erroneous. Okay. Tell me why. Because uh, Dark World exists. No, no, no. Uh, talk about because this Eternals movie. Ex- oh, talk about this movie. Yeah. This movie was so two stars. It was so just like, all right. But I think there were glimmers of charm and fun. Glimmers of charm. Uh, the If nothing else, the short film that is, uh, let's put on Beastie Boys and learn how our body switching powers work. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Let's ignore, hey, people loved one monster cat. Now we'll have 30. Let's just fucking ignore that shit. I mean, should we ignore that more than... Let's land on a planet of only singing aliens. Oh, see here. It's so weird where I'm like, you know what? I bet Ryan and I disagree on because I fucking loved the alien of singing. Come on, that dude. felt like Star Trek 60s, an episode where you're like, this is how we have to deal with this. They're aliens. How do we know they're aliens? 
I guess they sing. Ugh. All right, but like I don't think that that part is being mentioned that much. But I do think it's being mentioned. The a lot. singing yeah. aliens. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that's not being talked shit on. What I do think is being uh, shit talked on is the fact that like through all of these edits and all of these like we have to come in and like change the story is like they just don't give a shit about the villain or the background the- or like why she-, she was trying to like suck up through like a spaceballs vacuum, right? All of the elements of different planets. And, I'll take like, your water and your atmosphere and your sun. But like, also pay attention to all the MCU projects before and right after. It, it the least emotional stakes of any villain ever. I was gonna say in Marvel. I think like it was just like they did not sell. I believe that she believed, and then that there's like nuggets of interesting. She's like, Carol, you came. Killed our AI god, and then for some reason that made it so we can't breathe in the sun dive. Let's not talk about why. It doesn't matter. We don't want to get into why that did that. On what uh, planet? Holla. Holla. Uh, but that's so interesting. Let's right. deal with the fact that Carol and Carol's like, don't call me an annihilator. Uh, now I think that's what the whole movie should have been about. You were in a war. Did These. some fucked up shit. Let's get into that. These but I'm sorry. Shows. Unfortunately, we have to have Ms. Marvel go, ah, for the 80th time. And uh, Alison Brie Larson, who, like, I do like as an actress. Um, yeah. Still trying to figure out, after five movies, what this character acts like. It's not fair to say she's been in five movies. I mean, technically, I know she is, but she's been in one movie and, like, three scenes. But, like, in when all the three girls are in the spaceship, she's like, ah, oh, I'm like this. But when she's just been the furious, she's like, oh, I'm like this. I'm like this kind of weird. Right. Instead of this kind of weird. Whereas the reason why the MCU exists is because RDJ was like, I'm this kind of weird only always forever. Mm-hmm. That's and part of the problem. It's, I, I think... She didn't have a pin on it, and I think that they're like, oh, some people don't like Captain Marvel, so maybe we'll change it a couple of times. Uh, instead of, like, I think the stoic former Air Force, that run with that, that the, the version of her that's like, hey, Peter Parker, uh, like, I am in command no matter who else thinks they have more experience than me. I am nonchalantly always in charge. Worked way better than, like, Hoy Glavin, what's going on in this movie? Uh, okay, so let's get to the um, what really matters. We spent seven weeks and probably more saying that Ms. Marvel was a show that was worth watching. Amon mm-hmm. Villani is an actress worth watching. Yes. And Mike, I thought that I had seen the peak of her talents until I saw this movie. And I will be God good fucking goddamned. If she did not steal this movie out from every person that was in this movie. She stole it despite them having whoever made this movie didn't watch not only didn't watch Miss Marvel, somebody told them about it and they're like, No, I get the character, that's fine. They tried to one note her to death and she went, You can't do that. <laughs> I will not. I, I <laughs> you know. can't I'm a Monvelana. You can't fucking one note me to death. Even though I've already made fun of like, this is not her fault that they went to her oh, all the time. Uh, fangirling out. Uh, she but I love rose that though. Above, like, she's and I loved the her Kristen parents. wig of that. Like, she's good at it. Yes. It, it just happened a lot. But again, more interesting movies hidden in this movie is her 
hearing what her hero did or her hero snapping at her when she her hero yelled at her because she wanted to save more innocent lives uh let's deal with that instead of carol being like hey i shouldn't talk to you like that i'm sorry well let's move on uh no uh, a 14 year old never yeah like let's not deal with that at all let's just have more time with kamala khan because she is the Mm -hmm. best sorry to interrupt she rules uh that's why uh maybe i came high out of this movie because of the sec the first of two uh post-credit scenes even though one is pre-credits uh her recreating nick fury uh i was alone in my movie theater and Uh they're just applauding standing up Uh, a scene that she was not there for which means to me that she watched iron man watched iron man (laughs) yes she watched the movie iron man and then recreated that scene or she annoyed Fury enough that he told her the story. Like, <laughs> all right, so let's uh, real quick because we have to move on. This, this, it, it's gone on too long. Uh, who's in this group? Who's in what group? The new Avengers, the oh. young Avengers. Uh, Kamala Khan is Nick Fury, and she's also Kamala Khan. And then she grabs, she shows up at Kate, and we haven't seen Kate since Hawkeye a year or two ago. Uh huh. And she just shows up in her apartment. When I saw that dog, I was like. <gasps> Because I'm a Hawkeye uh, apologist. The show, not the character. Okay, and uh, then we also have Wanda's two kids. Are they still around? They're like 10, but they'll age up. But yeah, Are so they we get, real, though? We don't know. Don't ask questions. You don't want uh, answers Captain to. America is nephew. Grandson. Grandson. Isaiah Bradley's grandson is pa- Eli uh, Patriot. So we have it up for a team. We have it um, up for a team. Let's get to Stature. The- from Quantumania. Sure, she even uh, Kamala said, I've heard Ant-Man has a daughter. Uh, Hulk's son is now on Earth. Do you know what? I saw an image of that uh, recently, and I went, what fucking movie is that from? I don't remember that She-Hulk. shit at all. It's from huh? the uh, last barbecue at the end of She-Hulk. Oh. Or Shulky, huh. as I call it. Um, let's get to the uh, last part, which is... Uh, Photon, Spectrum. Uh-huh. Monica. Monica has to save this dimension from the No other side. fucking talk, talking about no emotional stakes. This was not even the thing your whole movie was talking about. Suddenly this is what we're dealing with? Sorry. Uh, no. You are no, you're good. Uh she has to go to the other side to uh fix the time space wherewithal. Sure. And now she's on the Fox lot. She's in the Fox back lot with Kelsey Grammer and her not-dead mom. And she wakes up, and her mom is there, but her mom is now Monica Rambo colon... No. Maria Rambo. Maria Rambo binary. colon binary. And then Kelsey Grammer as Beast comes out, and she's the doc- and he's the doctor. And I wanted to talk to you, my X-Men expert. Is this Brian Singer's X-Men? Or... Because in Brian Singer's X-Men, Kelsey Grammer was in makeup. Yeah. And this guy was full CGI. This was full CGI. Is this the uh, Professor X that came to the multiverse from Doctor Strange? That's my guess. Is this X-Men 92 of hers? <gasps> Where Beast looks like Beast. Yes. Yes! <laughs> but the As music, your expert. The music is from X-Men 2 The Last Stand. In the background. Ew. Yeah. X2 was great. X-Men 3, The Last Dance, sucked. 
Oh, I'm sorry. X2, X-Men United. Yeah, right. That's the movie. That which is very hard to find. All right, Mike. What do you think of Ms., uh, the Marvels? Uh, I I think the, the hate was so strong and raging that like I went in with my arms open, arms wide open, uh, that I think I was forgiving. And because Kamala is great, and I did like the three of them together. Um, but this is not the Nick Fury we just saw in Secret Invasion. Like, yeah. there's so little... It, it was a mess, but parts of it were enjoyable. Uh, I liked it at times. Take this break, guys, and figure out how to tell stories. I'm so happy we're only getting one movie for one the next movie, year. and it's Deadpool 3. Which is its own thing. All right, Mike, do you want to tell us, uh, do you want to ask me and Mac if we want to talk about a website? Yeah, I've heard you guys have been building a website together. Yep. It's been an interesting project. And Mac, what it, what does it do? Well, so so Ryan it has a lot of different ideas of where this might be headed. Um, He's a man with a lot of ideas. Yeah. Well, because I'm PC and she's Mac. Mac. So uh, it's a it's a nickname generator for your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yep. love this. So kind of like the Wu Tang name generator from like the early two thousands. <laughs> exactly. So- exactly. I type in Mike Garbano and then mm-hmm. like three descriptors and then I can just give you the new nickname. Do you want to hear it? Cool. What what descriptors would you put in? Oh, I typed in um, awesome friend handsome. Yeah. I love that. It's it's a very accurate science. So this nickname is it's it's really just based off of the best known uh, best known information out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I hit enter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, dipshit, root beer faced, scar faced, asshole, uh, butt liquor. I think it's interesting. It likes, it likes repeating itself in different ways. A lot of faces, a lot of butts and asses. But I think this might be the best idea you guys have ever had. Well, yeah, nicknames. Everybody needs one. <laughs> Everybody needs one. They're uh, hard to come up with. You want to sound clever. Right. Normally it's just like, hey, Slim, shut up. Uh, oh, I, wait, I just succeed. typed in uh, Mac's name and her mm-hmm. descriptors, and it came up with the slim. Damn it. So Mac is slim. Is this built on ChatGPT? This might be bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, ChatGPT has something to do with it, but it's also a uh, Cybersprout. And you add your own algorithm. Well, right. no, I'm going to talk about Cybersprout. No, I'll talk about Cybersprout. That's my line, bitch. What does Cybersprout do? Why do you guys need Cybersprout, Ryan? What can they help you with? Well, McKenna will tell you all about that. They, they can definitely help us with all things about the website. Just fine. Ryan and I can't agree on a lot. We can't figure out even how to make this website look good. So and that's what Cybersprout's for. That's, that's what they're going to do. If you and your partners, business or romantic, are disagreeing about anything, Cybersprout will help you fix that. With their goal-driven design... They're easy to edit fields, custom templating, backup optimization, speed, maintenance, uh, all the things you need. They'll even migrate your website for free. Visit cybersprout.net to get started. They are your partner for the digital world. We're going to take the quick some breaks, and when we come back, end on a real down note with Fear of the Walking Dead. We are back with the Pullis, where we talk about every other show this week. Unfortunately, we only had one, and unfortunately, it was Fear the Walking Dead. On uh, this week's episode of Fear the Walking Dead, Madison makes a discovery that could lead her to the answer she seeks. 
Madison makes a discovery that can is it lead to the answer she seeks. That there's a Y in her name, but it's not where she thinks? Taste buds, I ask you this. With write-ups like that, can people tell we don't really watch the uh, Walking Dead series? No. They can't tell? Okay. So we're good. We're good. Let's we're good. Keep, we're smooth. Yeah, let's keep moving on. Yeah. Uh, that is Fear of the Walking Dead. It's on, I'm, you know what? Not even in front of me. I'm going to assume Sunday nights on AMC because they that's the night they've decided 20 years ago. Also, that, Mike's grand, great-grandmother would love The Walking Dead. So if you don't watch it, you're pissing on her grave. Don't piss on Thermopolis' grave, please. Please. That's family only. <laughs> only the family can piss on Really? Is that a rule? <laughs> yeah. That is all the time we have this week and all the things we feel like talking about. Uh, before we get out of here, though, Ryan, tell the lovely folks about some websites. Uh, so many websites to go to. Your pop fil- no, popfilter.co. Let me start that again. Popfilter.co is where you can go to get everything that we do, including all of our podcasts, all of the articles that we have ever written. If you want to be like, what did Ryan think about... The Good Wife in 2012. You it's could probably there. find that <laughs> yeah, out. I guarantee it. That's so fucked up. That's so <laughs> fucked up. It, that's all at popfilter.co. Oh, and then uh, popfilter.co slash Amazon is where you go to get some new uh, bookmarks for Amazon. Christmas is coming up. You want to buy? You want to do some shopping? Please use that bookmark instead of the one that you normally use. Um, so do you mean go to Amazon to buy physical bookmarks for people? Yes, if you want to buy everyone a physical You're a shitty bookmark. aunt and uncle if you do that. Everyone no matter what your relation is, you bookmark. buy a bookmark, you're a shitty aunt and uncle. Is that it? That's it. Those are the websites. Uh, McKenna, what is another show people should check out? They should definitely check out Movie of the Year. It covers uh, movies from a specific year. This year, it's 1973. Hell yeah, it is. You should also reach out to us on social media at your pop filter on Instagram at popfilter.bluesky.com, probably on Blue Sky. We're all email me how to get to Blue Sky. Uh, that is contact at popfilter.co for that. Next week, it's a very special episode. It is the rest of the shushies. Look, we heard your feedback and we're listening. We're sitting our white asses down and listening. We're going to knock out all the shushies next week. No shows. All shushies. Happy Thanksgiving, you fucking dicks. For Ryan and Mech, for Mech, I'm Ryan, for blah, 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 blah,